Hi, this is Bernie Day. You're listening to the Salvation Army's Words of Life. The story of Exodus is both intimate and universal, small and astonishingly grand. The Exodus is the story of a family that became a nation, the story of God clashing with Egypt's gods and their intermediaries and decisively defeating them. It is the story of one man uniquely equipped and called to lead God's people. This story is Israel's story. It is the church's story. It is our story. The story of God coming in mercy to save. It is the Exodus. Check out our new season of the Storyteller series on your favorite podcast store. Welcome back to Words of Life. This week, we hear from another couple, Majors Linda and Chris Thornhill. They are the parents of young adults, two sons in college and one daughter in 11th grade, who joined them for this interview. If you've missed any of these powerful testimonies, this series began on October 22nd. So visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org to get caught up. I'm Linda Thornhill and uh, currently serving at Territorial Headquarters as the Mission Evangelism and Cultural Ministries Secretary, along with my husband, who is... Well, my name is Chris Thornhill, and as Linda stated, along with my wife, we are the Mission Evangelism and Cultural Ministries Secretaries. We've been on the field for 20, 23 years, I think. Um, so we, yeah, we have, um, core ministry at heart. We, we love being core officers. We love being with people. I am Ella Thornhill. I am a junior in high school. I go to Duluth High School and these are my parents. (laughs) 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 And I'm the youngest of three. I have two older brothers and I am on my high school's marching band. Yes. We also have uh, two older children. We have um, Christopher Chase, who is uh, finishing up his master's work at UNC School of Arts, uh, focusing on the trombone. And then our middle son, Caleb, is a senior at University of Louisville and uh, studying to be a history teacher. He's studying secondary education right now. Yeah. And uh, he's also in the Kentucky National Guard, Army National Guard. Chase is, you know, he's quiet and he is, well, I say quiet. He's not always quiet, but he's determined and he's motivated. And if once he says he's going to do it, it's going to happen. And Caleb is so sensitive and he loves people and he wants to be around people. And um, he uh, is he's also driven, but he's driven in a different way. Uh, and and then Ella, who is still realizing who she is and coming into herself, but 
she doesn't let anybody walk all over her. She's she is going to um, tell you how she feels. When we got engaged uh, in January of '97, we we started to discuss what might this look like down the road. How many children are we looking at? Originally, I was telling Ella this the other day. Originally, we had thought about having maybe four children. And now I grew up in a family of five with three children. And Linda grew up in a family of four with two children. And so we, we decided to go with the number of three and just to sort Actually, of play we, it by then and see what happens. I think we really happened. wanted two children, but I had two boys, and I really wanted a girl. So, um, my way sounded nicer. Yeah, so we uh, we prayed about it and um, decided to take a gamble, and God gave us our girl. <laughs> that being a parent is guiding part of you along to be better than you. And um, our, our parenting journey has been such a learning experience because we were kids ourselves. I was 20, 23 when, when we had Chase and um, still learning who I was, and then I get married, and then I have a child. And um, so really, for me, parenting has uh, been looking at my children and trying to make them better than who I am. As a father, as a parent, my I feel my goal in life is to share the very best parts of me and for Linda to share the very best parts of her into our three children and kind of just hold on and wait for the hope for the best. Mm. And if we can help them see the very best parts of themselves and learning through the challenges, the successes, the failures, and and how to be a believer in all of that, we've done a pretty good job. I think that's what parenting is. a great childhood, but there wasn't a lot of communication. And my parents actually ended up divorcing when right after I graduated from high school. And so all throughout my young adult years, I'm thinking to myself, what am I going to do differently so that doesn't happen in, in my family? How many times have I told you, Ella, <laughs> I was 16 <laughs> once? And you look at me like... No. <laughs> <laughs> my mom would be trying to give me advice and I would just like shun her because I was like, you were 16 so long ago. Things have changed. <laughs> and then I would be trying to do the things that I wanted to do. And then I would be like, oh, I should have listened to my mom because <laughs> now I'm in a bush. <laughs> Literally. My parents, they always said I could talk to them. But when I was like in middle school, I was, as they said, always very just like shut off. And I didn't want to talk to them because I'm like a new teenager, preteen. And I was just like, 
it's not cool to talk to my parents. I don't want to talk to my parents. <laughs> but once I got into high school, like my freshman year, I was like, a lot of things are changing. Um, I have to start thinking about college. I have to start thinking about getting a job, driving a car. Things that are like internal. I could talk to my mom. I learned to open up. Even with, with Chase and Caleb too, um, again, they are, it, in the world's view, they're, they're grown men, you know, and they're, they're going on about their day. But in mom and dad's view, they're still our baby boys. And every now and then, they'll call. I'm starting to hear more phone calls occasionally when they need it. Dad, what did you do or what would you do, you know, or what can you do? Can you still help me? I think one of the most significant phone calls that you've gotten recently that speaks to that is when Chase called and said, how did you know that mom was the one? And uh, Chase, he knew that he had found the one, but he just wanted to make sure that um, he was doing everything right. And Chris and Chase were really able to have some significant conversations. Our relationships are changing with our with our boys, and we like where it's going. Um, it's hard right now um, in this new phase of parenting to watch our children make decisions that we necessarily wouldn't make, but we are seeing what we have instilled in them come to life. Even before they went to school, I told them, guys, there will be moments when these things will happen. And they just kind of looked at me with that blank face that well, teenagers are very good at giving. <laughs> and, and they just looked at me like, what, Dad? We're going to go to Bible study every day. We're going to spend 12 hours in the Word. We're going to do all of these things. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at them going, do you know who you're talking to? Uh, we know you're not doing that now. You know, you're not going to do that in college. <laughs> and I know what college life looks like. I was in college. I get it. I know. But don't do, and I started going down a litany of things that that I did. And, and I'm trying to tell them, don't do that. And we're going to get into that today. Yeah. But, you know, don't, and not even a don't do, but guard yourself against these kind of situations. And, and college will be a lot easier. Yeah. And for the most part, they've listened. And then there are those moments when they go, Dad, that was a long time ago. Things have changed. No, they haven't. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing's changed. Just the facade is different. Mm -hmm. They've updated the graphics, but everything's still the same. Yeah. So, you know, they've had to learn through some, some hard lessons. And fortunately, some of the things that I did, they didn't do because of that. Our kids see how important they are to us. And we want them to be successful no matter what. Communication is a huge part of that. And if if they're doing something that we don't like, we're going to tell them, but then we're going to say, hey, what, what can we do to help you through this? When I think now about, I see how people parent now with their kids, I wish that I would have listen less to what everybody else was saying, you know, because you can see on social media that, why oh, this is wrong, or you're doing this. I wish that I just would have compared myself less to others. I just think that I was really hard on myself and created a lot of 
depression, really, for myself because I didn't see myself being the mom that I should have been for them. If I could tell young parents today one thing, it's be a parent to that child and people are going to offer advice and they're going to say, do it this way. But you know what's right for you and you know what's right for your kids. And don't let anybody else make you feel bad or less than because this is what you choose to do for your family. Yeah, I think if uh, if I go back and think about the things that I could change or if I could talk to my younger self and and how I'd move forward as a father, I wouldn't change anything. I'm awesome. <laughs> I go everywhere. Uh, I, it, dad it, of it the is, year. It, I am dad of the year. <laughs> you I'm need humble. to ask our kids uh, this. That's right. <laughs> now, okay. You know, I think if I could go back and probably change, it'd be just don't get strung out on the small stuff. That you know, there's a lot of small stuff between uh, between couples that we will explode into something big. Oh my gosh, over stupid and, and, things. And these are dumb things, and it, it, it's really kind of funny. It's the little things that turn into that, huge that, that people will break up over. Divorces have been over cups of coffee. I mean, that sounds absurd, but it's true. The Salvation Army's mission, doing the most good, means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support. And we'd love to hear from you. Call 1-800-229-9965 or visit SalvationArmyRadio.org to connect. Tell us how we can help. Share prayer requests or your testimony. With your permission, we would love to use your story on the show. You can also subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmyRadio.org to learn about more programs produced by the Salvation Army. And if you don't have a church home, we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. Join us next time for the Salvation Army's Words of Life.